Shout out to everybody, man, that's paying attention. Welcome to the Kind of Sleepy Podcast. I'm your host, Knowledge. And I'm here with the owner, the greatest tattoo artist in Charlotte. The owner of Slaughterhouse Tattoos. Hey, your boy, Natty Bad Tattoo Dreadlock, man. Find me on Facebook under Tanaro Reed. Tanaro spelled T-A-N-A-R-O Reed, R-E-E-D. You can even find me on Snapchat, the same name. Guess what? Because I ain't hiding. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, unless you're the IRS, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> and shout out to the IRS. For that letter they sent me, we're not going to talk about that, though. We're not going to talk about none of my tax problems. <laughs> anyway, <Right on. laughs> so we got an awesome show for you today, man. We got a lot of topics, a lot of topics coming up. Um, but our topic for today, for the 15 minutes of funk, yes, we want the funk. We're going to let y'all know what it's about. So you got two black males here who are going to be discussing, is it still important to black people for us to build black families? Whoa. Yeah. So... Be, get prepared for that, man. Y'all gonna have to sit back and wait on that for a little bit. But up first, man, we got a lot of current events and stuff like that going on, man. We got a lot of stuff going on in the country, man. But before we get started with that, man, how was your day, man? Everything good. It's Halloween, man. What you dressed as for Halloween, man? Man, um, with me personally, man, I got like three outfits that I that I got laid out on the bed. Mm-hmm. I got my outfit from last year. I said, you know, I was Prince Hakeem from Coming to America. Okay. But I'm not feeling real regal this year. <laughs> it's been a rough year. You know what I mean? So it's either between Tyrone Biggums. The crackhead? Yeah. David Chappelle? Yeah. Or <laughs> uh, 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 Bin Laden. <laughs> it's either between those two. I mean, what you want? I'm, I'm going with the Bin Laden. The Bin Laden shouldn't be too hard, man. All you got to do is play dead. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Like, hey, Look, you going to win that one. You know what I'm saying? You going you you to be dead. zombie Bin Laden? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, so is it between those Okay. Two. Well, you know, I mean, and, and truth be told, the costumes sound a lot alike because, I mean. <laughs> they cheap. <laughs> they, they cheap. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Man, you know what was crazy, man? When they found Bin Laden, he was in there with a whole bunch of porn. I was like, man, how crazy is that? I'm like, this man is running from a whole country and a whole military, and yet he found the time to get Booty Talk 76 in his hut. I don't. I, that just shows the mind of a man. Well, yeah. I mean, because you ain't never too busy to, you know. Come on, man. Get a little bit. You if know I'm, what I'm saying? If I'm going yeah. to die, send me back from what I came out of. Hey, right, hey. <laughs> you already know. Hey, hey. I, I want, I, I'm going and coming at the same time. That's just how I see it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the way it's going the down. The power of the P. That, that, I'm trying to tell you, that's the way it's going down. Word. So we got a lot of cool stuff for you uh, coming up. Hey, but uh, first off, let's jump into the first topic. Mm-hmm. Big Crit. Oh, man. Big Crit's new album, Forever is a Mighty Long Time. It's a time. mighty long time. And I've been, I've been a Crit fan since Crit was here. And uh, this newest album, man, is just, I would have to argue that it's the most complete, Southern hip hop album since Carter three. And my thing is, I could, I, I, if you really want to make the argument, I could say that this is a better album than Carter three. I take it back to equipment now. And, and that's where I was going to go with it. I was going to say that, and what I mean by most complete, I'm not going to say that it's the best album here, the best album there, because all those are arbitrary standards. Right. What I'm saying is that you have everything that Southern hip hop is known for. You got them slab riding songs for your people down in Texas. You got that booty shake for your folks in Georgia and Miami. You got that storytelling like you got in Tennessee. You got crunk music like you got in Alabama and Mississippi and Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? You even got some of that real player stuff that you get out of Atlanta. I mean, you got every single aspect of Southern hip-hop. And what I liked about it is that he he had two songs on there. I don't know if anybody paid attention, but a lot of songs, Crit paid homage to other MCs. I mean, plenty. Like, he has this one song where he's, he started off the verse. He said, I was one deep creeping. Now, if anybody from Alabama is listening, you already know that when Dirty dropped that album, The Pippin' the Gangster, they had that song, Six Deep Creeping. Now, that's out of Montgomery, Alabama. So you had to, he, he had to be listening to Dirty to really understand that. But then he had another song where he had the same flow and it, and it didn't hit me until the second verse. He had the same flow that Scarface had from Never Seen a Man Cry. And so I was like, this dude, he, he the total package. And this, and, and that goes to the evolution of music, man. You, we had to, like back in the day, the South really got no respect. And so when Big Boy and Andre got up there and Andre got on the mic and said, the South got something to say. Yeah. At that point, they really had to pay attention to us. And the thing is, we went from guys who really was only spitting in their own little kingdoms. That's why 
that's what Pimp C tried to explain to everybody. Damn. When T.I. said he was a king, he didn't feel no type of way because it was kings all over the place. You had the king of Port Arthur, Bun B and Pimp C. You had the king of Houston, which went between, you know, Scarface, sometimes Lil Flip, who was the freestyle king. Yeah, then you had the king of South Houston, who was Slim Thug. You know, I was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not South Houston, my bad for all my Houston folks. The big boss of the North. You know what I'm saying? You had, and T.I. jumped out there to see the king of land. You had the king of Miami, who was Luke. You know what I'm saying? You had you had all these the kings of Memphis, kings of Nashville, eight ball MJG. Eight ball MJG. So it was a whole bunch of kings. And so this dude came out in the era where he heard all them kings and said, "I'm gonna make beats, animal rhyme." And this dude, just like J Cole, just like J Cole, produced and rhymed on a classic album. This is a classic. I'm calling it. It ain't even been a week. I'm calling it. It's a classic. Period. Well, you know what? I second that emotion. <laughs> because at the end of the day, knowledge is like whenever you put on an album and you don't worry about hitting the next track because, you know, you get a feel mm -hmm. from that song. Mm -hmm. It might not be what you might be feeling at that moment. You might be in party mode. You might be in the whip on the way to the club. Right. But that track come on, you're like, ooh, all right then. <laughs> so now you on the way to the club, but you done got in chill mode. Right, and right, pimp right, mode. right, right, <laughs> you know right, I mean? right, so right. everything comes together. Because once you get to the club, you get your pimping though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everything well, I, comes I don't together. know much about pimping these days. <laughs> this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm away from that whole pimp lifestyle. I'm a one woman man these days. I do not do the multiple ladies. I still got a pinker ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing, baby. <laughs> you playing if you're watching, baby. I'm just playing. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, and the thing is, man, about this album, like, you really don't skip a track. I, 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 I haven't. Like, when you turn it on the first, as soon as you hear the intro, matter of fact, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play just a little bit. I don't think we'll get, I don't think Crick gonna sue us. If he do sue us, well, hey. Hey, well, shit. He, he, he gonna get a hard time recouping from I'm me. I'm trying to tell you, cause I, I hey, look, shit, I, I just told y'all the IRS looking for me. I'm trying to tell you, shit, I just paid child support Actually, today. Child <laughs> Man, oh, that's not news. Oh. Man, we ain't gonna <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> so, can you hear this in your headphones? Yes, sir. Right now, well, for those of you that uh, are watching us live, actually, on our Facebook, man, we're actually playing the intro to Big Chris' album, man. And, you know, I haven't yeah. heard a song in a my long time. Gave me the, the moment you hear it, like, you make that somebody put it And the thing is, like, I was listening to this, and the bars was real heavy, because, you know, sometimes they need that mellow flow. And then, man, when the beat drop, it's just disgusting. Like, when I realized that the music is perfect, and the one that invented me, and the world was temptation, to make you feel so incomplete, grow up to be better than me, go farther than I can go, see farther than I can see, where my day draws to a close, Longer than I can breathe, and I'm fine with that. In the event I decide to move forward, what you've done, they can rewind it back. And I'm a proud parent now, as I was a proud parent then. I saw you grow up to become the kind of king that I knew you'd always been. Indeed, there's a finish line for me, but for you, there's no end. So perhaps all that work that has been done was a win. And although my intentions were for good, it still brought us to a sin. But I'll pay for your mistakes as long as this world continues to spin. And as this vessel of mine breaks down, I know you'll never bend. The choice more ties your own, for a time will come again. I set aside a book of rhyme that'll pave the way for now and then. And the world's a mighty long time, so where should we begin? I'm not going to give y'all too much, man. Y'all got to go download the album, man. Like, I got to download, buy it. I'm going to go buy a hard copy, man, because I want that man to get all his coins. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I want him to get all his chips I mean, from this you know, one. I, I hit it on Google Play. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm, See, I'm, I'm an Android guy. You're an Android guy. I'm yeah. an iPhone guy. So I got I've been listening to it on my Apple Music, man, but I don't know how much he gets for that streaming. And I really don't think they get a lot from streaming, man, which is a shame. But I'm going to definitely go buy a hard copy of the album because I got a CD player in my car. And I'm going to actually put the CD in. They got a CD player? Man, I gotta see the change. <laughs> you going to lie. Trump? Uh, no, no, it's right there today. Oh, today? I right, got you. Well, I, what, what I wanted to do was get it taken out and put a little hidden compartment in there when I press the little button. Uh-uh. Trying to get the, the 007 thing going. Say, come on, James Bond. Hey, I'm trying to get the 007 <laughs> thing going, man. Right but, on. But, uh, you know, that, 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 that album right there, man, you know, I, let's, 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 let's delve into a little sidebar for a second about hip hop wow. and its place in our world. One thing about music, you know, like Dead Press said, when it hits you, feel no pain. But another thing is, is that music can't be a spiritual experience. I like to call hip hop and some of the work that I hear from J. Cole and Big Crit and Lecrae and some of these other artists. I mean, more so Lecrae from a spiritual aspect than anything, but I like to call them new Negro spirituals. You no, know, cause at the end of the day, man, you know, everybody relates, everybody relates to music, music, period. 
Right. But everybody doesn't relate to religion. You're absolutely right. You know, but everybody relates to music. So if something hits your right. soul, I mean, boom, I mean, you take it as such. Because there's been plenty of times, you know, I mean, I don't listen to Mahalia Jackson or, you know, or none of these. I, 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 that I is, mean, I might listen to a little bit of gospel, but, but definitely but that ain't my thing. the Can't Spirituals, the Blind Boys, Alabama, Mahalia really ain't my thing. Yeah, it ain't my thing, you know. But I've been, I've been listening to hip-hop since I was a peewee. Right. I've been a fan of hip hop since I was a baby. So that's what you relate to. So that's to what I relate to. You know what I mean? You know. And whenever I hear a song, I might be going through something. I mean, I can put in Scarface at any moment, any time. And Scarface is going to say something that'll have me relate to that experience that maybe he went through and got through that I might be going through. Right. So guess what? And, I mean, and the thing is, you know, sometimes that invokes you to call on a higher power. Or something like that. I mean, it just depends on the situation, depends on what you're listening to, depends on the person you are as well. Bingo. I mean, my thing is, even if you don't believe in religion, you got to believe in something. Got bigger than yourself. Yeah. Bigger than because, yourself. Because you know you ain't here just, <laughs> just be playing around. Right? Man, you know what I mean? leave that alone, man. That's a whole other discussion. Right on. Man, uh, but for those of you that uh, weren't able to hear the music because of the video, well, that's, that's like I said, that's an excuse for you to. You know, download the podcast, man. Check us out. But like, Elvis is subscribe. a long time. But Elvis is a mighty long time, man. Go check out Big Crib, man. Also, man, Yo Gotti. Hey. Oh, my God. Hey. Shout out to Yo Shout out to Gotti. Yo Gotti. Yo oh, my goodness. Oh, Planet's Peanut, man. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti brought some heat, though, yo, man. But you know word. what? I'm, and the thing is, and, and I've said, like, David Banner once said that Andre 3000 has never spit a whack verse. And I can agree with that. Ah. Yeah. Now, there may be some verses that people don't like, and I can understand that's debatable, that's subjective. But there's not one Andre 3000 verse that you can say, that's dumped the Jew. Right, you know, because a lot of people can't digest Andre 3000. They can't digest it. For the battle rap fan, he's saying, like, y'all feel about Loaded Lux. You know, they be like, <laughs> Loaded Lux is 10 times farther than everybody else. Man. Look, man. That's why he says they Andre 3000. We ain't got to the year three thousand yet. Now you know. Also, speaking of hundred thousand, he's in a he's in a he's in a magazine article that just came out. Is it in GQ? I think it was in GQ. I may be wrong, but he said that you know he may not put out any more music because he said it's not in him right now. You know the way he likened it was to Mayweather saying Mayweather probably still got three four fights in it, mm-hmm. but it's something classy about going out on top. But see the thing about hundred three thousand, the same thing about Mayweather. They lying. <laughs> Both of them lying. Why you You're not going to sit here and walk away from something that you love to do whenever you know you are physically or I verbally think, able I to. I mean, let's be honest. The last album he put out was The Love Below, and he was singing. So Bruh, really, I love, rapping, I love, I the, love the Love Below. But rapping just may not be. Like, he's got some features. If he gets inspired, I'm sure he'll write, because it's never you never grow out of it. He said that when he passes on, they're going to find hard drives and hard drives of his music. You know, I release music probably like they did Tupac. Right. But the thing is, he said, you know, he just don't feel it. You know, it's, 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 he said hip hop, basically hip hop is a young man's game. Like Huey P. Newton said, the revolution belongs to the young. Yeah. Right. And hip hop is a revolution in and of itself. So he's like, and I can respect him for saying it belongs to the young guys. Right on. You know, but at so, the end of the day, I mean, you know, you have to still have structure. You, the OGs need to come back and show yeah, the, 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 the young kids, hey, this, this, this is what we do. This is how we can do it. That's, right. that's why I like Buster Rhymes. Right. Cause bus, bus or bus, it don't matter. Like, now that's another one they said don't have a classic album. And I can hey, agree with got, that. Yeah, he, do, he don't. But he got plenty of classic plenty verses. Verses. Bingo. Yeah. And so the thing is about Buster, Buster will drop a freestyle or, or a verse and you be like, man, how he still? Then he'll switch it up and go, he'll go Yachty. He'll go Rasta on you. Man, he'll go I, Jamaican on you. You heard he the new joint he got? Well, you know, his mom's is, his mom's is Rasta. She's okay. Jamaican. You heard the new joint he got with, uh, uh, I want to say it's Vibes Cartel. Mm-mm. It's called Girlfriend. I'm gonna have to go check that out. Rockin'. I'm gonna have to check that out. Rockin'. You know, and the thing about it, you know, you don't have to put, you don't have to put a lot out to remain, mm-hmm. to remain relevant. Yeah, you don't. But put substance out. Right. And a lot of people, they get, they, they, they take quantity over substance. Right. You know what I mean? And that's where hip hop is at right now. Hip hop is to a point to where if you got a lot of songs out, you hear you hear a lot of my songs, right? You know, and you get consumed with what you hear constantly, versus versus of what substance, right? And nobody really has any substance out here. And I mean, I ain't gonna say nobody. Well, it's, 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 it's the thing is, is, is I mean, and my thing is, I'm, I've never all, I've well, I used to be. I'm not gonna say I've never. I used to be the guy that was like, oh, that's not hip hop. But the thing is, man, hip hop has always been not only full of substance, but also full of fun, right? 
you know, and a lot of people are the fun police, man. And I, <laughs> bro, you say the fun police. Don't nobody, and I, and this is, this is not a shot to any artist that I'm talking about, but don't nobody want to go listen to most deaf in the club. Ain't nobody listening nah. to Tommy Quali in the club. Let's be honest. You know, and those two are my favorite artists, but ain't nobody listening to that in the club, right. man. My thing is sometimes you just want to let your head down. Now, unless, unless it's Miss Fat Boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That most yeah. Them, that most them is and get moves. and get by. Now those are two songs from right. those artists respectively that I listen to in the club. But, but for the most part, man, I ain't trying to hear that, man. And, and my thing is, you know, and, le- and and let's be honest, some people like to go to the Shake Joint. Right, I you, love it. You can't beat. <laughs> I'm going tonight. Yep. Two dollar Tuesday. What? <laughs> I ain't messing with you. I got fourteen dollars. <laughs> And you gonna come home with folk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I would. But, uh, but the thing is about it, man, stuff, stuff like that, it's like, you know, if you go to a shake joint or something like that, if you should decide to participate in such, such activities, right. you're not gonna listen to, you know, uh, logic or, <laughs> or, or any of those real deep rappers. You're not gonna, like back in the day, you weren't listening to cannabis in the shake joint. Come on, man. You know, you want this. Now, and the thing I like about Ludacris is that Ludacris had bars for the shake. Yeah, bars for the guys, and then he had some music for the shake joint too. And that, I mean, that, and that's the that's evolution. Balance. And that's the evolution of music, you know right? I mean? Right. And that's how you remain on the scene. Right. Because at the end of the day, you can't stay in one crease. You can't right. stay in one line. You know, you got people who, I mean, they stay in their lane. Okay, cool. And if they cool with whatever fame they get from that, fine. Right. But you know, if you want to evolve, like I game, would never expect Uncle Luke to drop, you know, a deep introspective tape because his thing is booty shit. <laughs> right. Come on. You know what I'm saying? His thing is booty shit. Plies. Now, Plies, Plies will bless you if you let him. Yeah, now Plies but, got something to say. Now. Yeah, Plies got something to say, <laughs> but most of Plies stuff is that, how he gets so ignorant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's but the it, first thing you say. But it be real still, get, though, darling. It really do. It like, really he, real but he, who he's speaking to and who he's speaking for is a whole nother demographic <laughs> than what a lot of these artists are speaking to and for. Right. Now, if I hear some, now, if I'm in the Shake Joy and I hear some, uh, J. Cole, I'm looking at the DJ crazy. Like, man, for real, bro. man. What you doing, Nobody's bro? Nobody's perfect. What you How doing, bro? You trying to get her to quit. Right, you trying to get her <laughs> You trying to get her off the pole. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> trying to get the $2 let's, lap dance. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, this get ridiculous, man. <laughs> right <laughs> okay. You know, we'll go left real quick. We'll go left real quick. <laughs> want to touch on. Wanna, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I want to touch on something, man, that happened this past weekend. Anybody that knows me knows I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, Roll Tide. And uh, back in Birmingham this past weekend was the Magic City Classic, one of the largest uh, HBCU classics in the country, in my hometown, between Alabama State and Alabama A&M. I don't know who won the fifth quarter. If you know who won between the bands, please let us know. Drop it in the comments, something like that. But there was something that happened after the after the game. They had a concert, and T.I. was there for the concert. Oh, no. And uh, William Bell is the current mayor of Birmingham. Um, you know, he's served the city uh, over the last 20 years or so in various capacities as a city councilman and as the mayor, and uh, among other things. And he was recently defeated by a guy I grew up with, right. Randall Whitman. Shout out to Randall. Shout out to Randall. Uh, you know, millennials taking over. Uh, Randall won the mayor's election. And so this is uh William Bell's last Magic City Classic. And I'm gonna play the audio. For those of you that can't hear the audio because you're watching us live, make sure you download so you can hear the audio. I'm gonna play the audio of what was said after T.I. finished his set at the concert. And I want I, I wanna get your reaction to this. Cause I know you you probably gonna laugh. <laughs> the same respect and the same support because we're gonna take Birmingham to the motherfucking top. The mayor, the mayor of Birmingham, said, "I'm gonna play it one one time for those of you." That- oh my! Come same on. respect and the same support <laughs> because we gonna take Birmingham to the motherfucking top. He said, "We." Oh my God! He said, "We gonna take Birmingham to, to the, the motherfucking, motherfucking top." <laughs> he need to be the mayor of Charlotte. We need him in Charlotte. We need. Oh that. my God! We need William Bell as the mayor of Charlotte. Word. He said, he said, we gonna take Birmingham to the, the motherfucking, motherfucking top. top. But T.I. must, T.I. must have inspired him. And T.I. was sitting there looking like, <laughs> T.I. was shocked. T.I. looked like, wow. 
he just said that yeah. out loud. And you know, T.I., he got all these words now. He, you oh, know, yeah, you know, he's real profound. Yeah, he went, he went and got incarcerated <laughs> and, and, and came out very verbose and loquacious <laughs> and started using all these big words. Hey, and so, uh, he, he, he came out, he was like, oh, I'm flabbergasted by the, <laughs> by, by the, the extreme levels of profanity of linguistic. used. You know what I'm saying? He, he really looks shocked. There's a, there's a picture that's going around, um, that has T.I.'s face when he said it. And like, I did, I thought it was a joke at first until I saw the video. I still laugh. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm looking at the man, I'm like, this nigga here. <laughs> he said that and he, he meant said, that. He meant it. And the thing about it, I'm I not heard, mad at that. And the thing about it, it's the difference. The way he said it. Now you got motherfucker. Right, right. That's the difference. Right. Oh shit, that's my motherfucker right there. Mm -hmm. But when you say motherfucker, that's when you pronounce the T and the H. Oh yeah, and the E and the R and the N. <laughs> yes, hey, that's hey, right. That he was that. serious. He meant that. But you know what though? Mm -hmm. I, I like that kind of enthusiasm and excitement. I may not have done it the same way. <laughs> Just to be honest, probably wouldn't have done things the same exact way. Oh, weak, right? <laughs> <laughs> but but, but oh, I like and, and what he was basically saying was that you know it, it was him passing the torch. Right now, Birmingham. As, as I grew up in Birmingham, Birmingham is always. Even as a child, even back in the day, even back during the civil rights movement, Birmingham has always been a hood town. You know what I'm saying? The West Side, you know, has, I mean, and the thing is, there's a lot of love there, though. Right. There's a lot of respect there. Right. And so the thing is, I'm not surprised that the mayor of the city would say something like that. Oh, it's still funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's still you know, funny. I mean, due to the simple fact at what level he's at. Right. Yeah. You know, you're the mayor of the, of the largest city in the state, you know. You probably, I mean, like, a, it's probably not a, well, and maybe you want to go out with a bang. You know, this, right. this, this is your last Magic City Classic as the mayor. Guess what? And the thing is, every year he throws a big, like, the city throws a big party, and the parties got bigger when he became the mayor. Right. And so this is his last celebration, his last hurrah. And, you know, he was excited because T.I. was up there singing ASAP and all kind of stuff, and bring him out, bring him out. And, you know, he probably knew every word because I, Fully believe after hearing this that William Bell knows all the words yeah, he's a to every Ti song <laughs> in the world. He probably has trap music bumping right now. Right now. But I, I got. If you ran for mayor, I would vote for you. And if you said that, I would be like, well, I mean, you know what? We're gonna take no I mean, it's relatable. You know, and if you if you look at it like you said before, even though regardless of what level he's elevated on, you say he's going he's going out with a bang. Right. He's going out with a bang. So therefore, he's like, look, let everybody know. Look, hey, this is what it is right here. This right. is how I've been feeling the whole time for these twenty years that I've spent serving y'all. In a, he was, a, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't remember a time where William Bell wasn't in office in Birmingham. So I just thought that was hilarious, <laughs> man. I had to share that with the world, brother. Man, I had to share that hey, with the world. That, he, look, man, I heard it. He meant that. He meant that for real. And, and gonna, you know what? I hope it happens. Look, send me that clip, man. I'm I, put that, I, I most definitely. Yo, I'm gonna put that on my Facebook page. Yeah, he I'm, meant that. I mean, salute, that. salute. Salute Mayor William Bell. Yeah, shout out to William Bell, man. Word. He had a Salute. long career, man. Lay to death, brother. Um, next up, we got to talk about it. We got <laughs> we got to talk about this uh, hate rally in Murfreesboro, where the guys, the same guys that were in Charlottesville, decided to go to Tennessee. You know why don't they why don't they come to places like Charlotte, man? All these Klansmen and white nationalists and and skinheads and Guys, uh, uh, fat white guys who live with their moms in the basement and have hypertension, obviously. You know, they go out here and they spew all this stuff. And you know what? I, what I noticed about this one is that they didn't have the masks on this time. They didn't have the masks on. They didn't have the, the bandanas over their face. They felt safe there. Right. So I, I don't get it. You know, they're real tough on the Internet. They're real tough when they're around their friends in certain places. But why don't they go, why don't they go to a city like Atlanta? Detroit. Or, Detroit or Chicago huh. or, or even here in Charlotte. I'm trying to tell you. I mean, they was in they was in uh, right up there in Virginia, in Charlottesville. Why didn't they drive a couple of hours north to Alexandria, you, Baltimore? Went, why you ain't go to Norfolk? Norfolk. Mer uh, no, Virginia Beach. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. You, you know, know I mean? they could have went to Pistol City. Oh, wait, that might be why. It's called Pistol City. <laughs> but see, you know, because a coward, a coward always picks this fight. True. True. And you know, and that's basically what it boils down to. They they pick their fight, pick their venue, and sow their little seeds. Mm -hmm. For those other little cowards that stay in that city 
or stay in that venue mm-hmm. and go ahead and eat from that seed. You know what I mean? They're not going to take it with somebody's going to go ahead and kill that seed. Right. Those that, I mean, and, and, it, and it really is cowardice, man. Like, my thing is, you know, I don't hate anybody. None. But whatsoever. if I don't fool with you, <laughs> like Cardi B said, <laughs> if I don't speak, I don't. You. Yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I, don't. I, I, I don't have to fool with you. I don't. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, I don't hate anybody. But if I did hate you, I'd probably tell you to your face. Right. You know, and at the same time, man, you know, even with hating somebody, it has to be some level of love. Right. Because you have to you have to pay attention to a person to hate them. You have to care enough about their existence. To hate them. To hate them. Man, fuck and, them. <laughs> and my biggest thing is, like, okay, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I haven't experienced hate. Like, I have oh, experienced well. the emotion of hate. Yeah. It's a very ugly and dark place. But at the very same time, I don't want to live my life like that. I mean, you know, it's, it's no need. Bro, that's, that's, that's stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, you, I mean, think about how much energy you got to put into actually hate hating somebody, somebody man. Right? You got to do it every day. Yeah. You can't, no, you can't like, I ain't going to hate them today. That's a 24 hours, you seven days. You have to wake days, up in the morning and be yeah. like, I don't like this person. I don't like this person. That's trash, bro. I can't do it. Mm-mm. I ain't I got the energy. You know, I ain't got the time or the energy, man. I got to, it's, it's money I here to get. Come on, man. And I'm tired. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm tired from working already, but you know, I'm too tired to hate anybody. I mean, you know, cause it's not productive. It's not fruitful. You know, right. but you have people who don't have anything else. Like you say, it's, it's other things we can be endeavoring to do. Right. But this person ain't got shit going on. Like you say, they sitting in their mama's basement. Sitting in their mama's basement, writing your name on the orange juice. <laughs> Stop stealing at your mama person, writing your right. name on the orange juice, bro. And they riding around with their homeboys, uh, mud swapping with their Confederate flag. <laughs> right. They ain't got nothing else to do. So, therefore, they don't have nothing else to do but hate. But if they right. had anything other than that, guess what? And why is it always the ones that just, you know, the ones that think they're superior or or of a better stock, why is it always the ones who clearly are in the shallow end of the genetic pool? Like, I don't understand. Like, they just, I mean, bro, <laughs> bro, not a muscle to be seen. You know, nothing but <laughs> beer bellies and laser eyes. Man. They got five teeth and two of them in their pocket. Like, Man. I don't understand. They, they ain't got. Inbred. Clearly. The, the heels and eyes. Why you mad? Because at the end of the day, man, you know, we, we're sufficient people. Right. And no matter how broken we might be within our own community. We may be cracked. Yeah. We may be bruised. We may be broken. But they. But we ain't destroyed. We ain't destroyed and they see that. Right. So now they sit there like, damn, they all the way broke down. Because even the people. I mean, within the community that they are accepted in, don't even accept them. Right. Because, I mean, you go to corporate America, you see somebody, you know what I mean, out here with his suit, his tie, and he's driving his nice car, and you see a good old boy with the uh, Confederate flag in the pickup truck. The same person that's in his ethnic race wouldn't even acknowledge him. Right. Unless he was a police officer. Whoa. Because and the reason I say that, I mean, and, and, and I, I mean, I mean, I know that's, I know that's, hey. that's a bit of a, a departure from what we're talking about. Nah. But the thing is that I mean, the FBI said that, you know, these white nationalists and these racists have infiltrated law enforcement. Law enforcement. And so the thing is, you know, that to me at least is a way for them to be socially accepted and obtain some sort of social capital. And that that in and of itself is scary. That's yeah. very scary. And then and then spread they old they spread they whole ideology and okay. yeah, that's just that's the let's move on a little bit. Speaking of hate, mm. we had um a recent bombshell. I had a good Monday, man. I had a good day yesterday. I did too. Cause uh, you know, shout out to Robert Mueller, aka Iron Man. He dropping <laughs> these indictments on folks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get him out of here. Got Paul Manafort, who was Trump's campaign manager. Get and uh William Gates, who was, you know, money man, money man. Both, both of these guys are rich. But, you know, what was interesting was that they had a dude, George Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. Now, when they picked up, when they when I saw the name George Papadopoulos, I immediately went to Webster. Webster. That was, look. <laughs> I was like. I thought it was a cold name. Yo. <laughs> Word. I didn't even think about Yo, that. Yo, when you had sent me, the, when you sent me the screenshot. I was like, Papadopoulos. I was like, this is That sounds like Webster. Like, I'm like, right. I'm like, is this, this Webster daddy? I thought it was a cold name. But this dude real like <laughs> it's the Papa Dolphins This dude is like okay, so this dude is thirty, which means Webster probably was out when he was born. <laughs> so your parents purposely named you George Papadopoulos, Papadopoulos, knowing that's your last name. 
But this dude, okay, let me tell you how, how dirty this gets. This dude waited. Like, he, he, he got arrested in June in Dulles Airport in Washington, D.C. Right? And no, it was July. And waited to plead until October. And they, uh, they dropped him. They, they put him out there. And they, and, and they got it all in black and white. Now, what was, now what was crazy about that is that people are like, well, not people, uh, the press secretary, what's her name? The one that's, she aged like spoiled milk. She's 35. She looked 55. Somebody said she just turned 35 in August. I was like, which August? Like August 1985? <laughs> the hell you mean? She ain't no 35. Stop. But anyway, she, <laughs> aged like she aged like butter in the summer. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, I looked, <laughs> she said that this has nothing to do with the president. You what? a lie. What? You a unseasoned lie. Right. This has everything to do with the president. It, it was like, oh, this all happened before the president. No. Nah. The indictment goes from 2006 all the way up to 2017. You do realize it's 2017, right? right? So that goes past the campaign and everything. Everything. Else. Up until now. <laughs> and so they like, uh, and then Donald Trump tweeted, there is no evidence of collusion. Well, the lie detector test is true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I felt like he was that on the episode of Mars. You know what I'm saying? Because I looked at it in black and white. I, I read. Like, my thing is, okay, I spent a year in law school. You know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I barely made it through it. I didn't go back. That's a whole other story. Yeah. But the thing is, you know. We ain't on trial. I still, right, right, right. <laughs> but I, I still like to keep up with, like, legal stuff and know the law a little bit. And so the thing is, I read the whole thing, and I was just like, yo, this is pretty much evidence of collusion, collusion. in black and I white. Mean, but you know what they're going to do, right? They got these guys. Them dudes can't do no jail time, man. Man, you know they're they gonna, gonna roll them up, man. Yeah, you know and they're gonna go ahead and separate. Oh yeah, they're gonna divide. Divide and conquer. Yeah, all right. You already see it happening. You right. Know, and the thing about it, it's just—I mean, it's just how the system works. Yep. It's how the system works. And you know what? Though, I mean, in a situation like this, like I'm—I'm—I'm I'm not really—I'm not anti-law enforcement. You know, oh, not at all. I do believe that law enforcement is a necessary function in our country. But I believe that law enforcement should be going after stuff like this, should be going after rapists, murderers, stuff like that. You know, people who I, I, I don't have I don't really have a problem with drunk driving. I have a problem with checkpoints, but I don't have a problem with them stopping drunk drivers. Right. You know, but I don't I, I don't think they should be going after like dudes with nickel bags of weed. Like, I think that's stupid. But the thing is, it's the same. It's the same process. You catch that dude with that dub, that eight, you know, what I'm saying that ounce. And you be like, you want to go to jail? You want to go home? Tell me who, 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 who feeding it yeah, to you? Who, getting you who giving it to you? You know? And so they doing the same thing that they do on the lower level than they do on the upper levels. And so I'm wanting to see, because what they did was they started with the small fish, Papadopoulos. <laughs> and Papadopoulos was like, I'm telling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting get, everybody I up. ain't got enough money to not tell. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody cut me a check. I don't have the bag. I can't go. I can't take it to trial. <laughs> right. I'm not. And the thing is, they were like, with his plea deal, or I think I think some I think I read somewhere that the the sentencing guidelines only recommend zero to six months for him. Wow, that's with his cooperation. He's probably gonna get zero to six months, but he didn't took everybody. He was he was Nino Brown. If I go down, I'm taking a whole bunch of people down with me. It was Matterfoot, the educated brother from the bank. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what Papadopoulos did. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, look. So they're gonna roll up a whole bunch of people, man. And the thing about it, man, you know, and the government need to be clean. From the top to the bottom. You know, Donald Trump did a lot of talk about draining the swamp. Well, I guess we see it getting drained now. I want them to clean out the Republicans first because I feel like the Republicans have engaged in a campaign of dishonesty mm. and lying and corruption that we've seen for a long time. Man, since the Reagan administration. Man. Well, before that. Nixon. Nixon. Yeah, before, yeah, maybe before right. that. But the thing is, I also need them to clean up the Democrats. I definitely, I, they definitely got to clean up the Democrats because, because I don't, I don't care how it came out at this point. You know what I'm saying? I, whether the Russians hacked it or whatever, but what they did to keep Bernie Sanders away from the nomination, that kind of collusion, I wasn't cool with that. But also, we also know that it's some corruption on the Democrat side. I mean, we've seen it time and again. So I just think that we need to get all this corruption out of it, man. And, 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 my boy Emmett said something very powerful to me a couple of years back, man. He said, we got a whole bunch of politicians. We don't have no statesmen. And that's right. a difference. Politicians are in it for themselves. Statesmen are in it for the people. For the people, man. 
and we don't have a lot of politicians at that level in it for the people no more we i i, I wish barack obama had said we're gonna take this country to the motherfucking the top, top. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo that's gonna You're right i really feel like that's gonna be our new slogan for now shout out to william bell man we're gonna take this podcast we're gonna to take the this podcast to the top. motherfucking top <laughs> that's our new that's our new slogan just just so y'all know <laughs> Hashtag. We're going to get some t-shirts with that on it, bro. Hashtag. I'm going to have William Bell's face on it. To the top. Yo, I swear I got to listen to that at least about four more times. Man, look, I mean, it's it's motivational, though. Right. I say with somebody at that level, I mean, to speak, I mean, to where everybody can understand. understand And and speak to you on your level. Right. You know, and so that's that's, that's heavy to me. Right, I dig it. Well, let's get to this next topic. So... It's Halloween, and you know, happy Halloween, look, Google and goblins out here. Yeah, happy Halloween, Google everybody, goblins. man. Hope y'all having some good time trick or treating. And I saw something that came across my social media feed. Um, it was two things. One, for one, the first one was uh, Kim Kardashian decided to dress up as Aaliyah for Halloween. Now, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad at her for dressing up as 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 Aaliyah. I'm mad, as but shit. I'm tired. I'm I'm real. I'm I'm so damn tired of the Kardashian. I'm really sick of them. Like, and my thing is, I'm not. I'm, she now she didn't dress up in blackface. I don't see it as cultural appropriation and none of that stuff. I really don't. But I'm so tired of the Kardashians inserting themselves in all things dealing with black culture and everything. Kylie Jenner gets on my last monkey ass nerve. You know like I'm so is. tired of her. But now that you know what it I'm is. I'm just tired of Kardashian. You know what it is. What's up? Once you go black. Oh man. You never go back. I mean I guess they think they black now. Well well here's what it is though. I think it's because and I'm not mad at them for getting their chips or whatever. I'm 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 actually impressed by the fact that Chris Jenner, her mom was able to parlay these girls' lack of talent <laughs> into making them into four main, millionaires. Yeah, into mainstream. Making them extra, like, they got extra guap. Like, they got money on top of money. I mean, and, and literally, what is their talent? None. They're pretty. That's, that's their whole talent. Like, attractiveness is the occupation for them. And until uh, the frumpy one had surgery, <laughs> she she wasn't. I mean, she had a pretty like she had a pretty face, but yeah. after she had surgery, you know, she became the really pretty one. And then the the little funny shaped girl, <laughs> she was you know dating Tiger, he who is crazy. questionable as hell anyway. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, man. I, I dig it. But she, let's I be, let, I mean, let's be honest, man. Kendall right. Jenner was was built like a shape, a stick of melted butter, man. Come man. on, bro. She was built like a condom full of yogurt. <laughs> and somehow at 15, 16, 17 wow. years old, she went and got all these collagen injections in her lip. She definitely had implants in, in on, on the front and the back. I mean, she did all this work to herself, and now, you know, she looks like. Angelina Jolie's little sister yeah. from the nineties. And I mean she's not an unattractive girl, but come on man, like I mean, you can make yourself up to be anything you want to be. They took that shit literally when we was kids. Right. You can grow up to be whatever you want to be. I want to be a light skinned black woman. That's exactly <laughs> what they took. They, and they was like, That's what I want to be. And I'm just like <laughs> I'm just man, I'm just um 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 the Kardashians make me weary, bruh. But you know, and the thing about it, man, I had made a post last, I mean, like a couple of weeks ago. And I just see like a lot of our sisters, mm-hmm. Nene Kardashian. I, I, you know what? Uh, Here's my thing. I don't blame them for that. Nene Rose. I don't blame, I don't blame the Kardashians or Amber Rose for that. You know who I blame? Oh. Black men. Not us. You know why I blame us? Why? Because we put them girls on the pedestal. Because number one. Well, not me and you specifically. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Amber Rose is the truth. Like, she bad. I, if Amber, she alright. Bro, if Amber Rose walked in here right now. I wouldn't even holler at her. I would. I have to shoot my shot. I'm sorry. Amber Rose. <laughs> shoot my I'm shot. shooting my shot. Look, I mean, it's a, okay, it's a, okay, I have a list. And anybody that I've dated understands this. I have a list. And there are certain women on this list <laughs> that if they come into the room, 
I'm shooting my shot. Shoot and I'm like J.R. Smith. I'm a volume shooter. Are you going with the curve? Now, if I get hot, you know, it's going, it's going down. <laughs> it's going you know? down. You know, if, I, if I'm, but I'm, but nine, but nine nights out of ten, I'm cold. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> like I said, I'm J.R. Smith. I shoot when it don't matter. Mm. So the thing is, if Amber Rose walk in this room right now, I'm shooting my shot. If Candy Burris walk in this room right now, See, I'm now shooting you, my shot. See, now you're playing. Oh, okay, okay, my bad, my bad. But here's the thing, though, I'm upset because they they see that I I I blame us. Now, that's not to say that women take all their cues from men, but they see that we're attracted to this exotic, racially ambiguous look, and so every every woman, I believe, I, to some extent, wants to feel desire, right. and so at the root of that desire, they kind they some they of them gravitate some towards. of them may gravitate toward those images. But look, me, I love Pam Grill. I mean, I've never seen a black, Ooh. I've never, I've never seen a young black girl say, uh, uh, my name is Nene Foxy Brown, such, such. You know, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a powerful I mean? statement right there. You know what I mean? And the reason I say that is because maybe it's because, you know, we don't, ele- or maybe the, and, and, and I, and I can blame the media for this too. Maybe we, it's because they're not elevating the Tika Sumters and the, uh, Carrie Washington. You feel me? And the Gabrielle Unions the way they man. need to. Cause Gabby, shh, hey, Gabby Union walking here, Dwayne Wagner had to back up, bro. I'm shooting my shot. That's another one. I'm gonna cross him over and I'm shoot trying to take <laughs> Rihanna. Rihanna walking this room. We're gonna have to fight. But we gotta fight. You know how many people are gonna have to fight? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Shout out to Rihanna. Hey. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, it's just, it's a lot of other black women that can be emulated. Right. You know what I mean? And like, I totally agree with that. You know, cause I had a conversation with a young lady. She wanted to, um, she wanted to get a Marilyn Monroe tattoo. Mm-hmm. And I refused to do it. Why due, is that? Due to the simple fact, I mean, you have prominent black women out here mm. that you could emulate. Like Lena Horn. Come on. I man. mean, cause I, cause my thing is, I believe had, now I'm not, I'm not opposed to the whole Marilyn Monroe thing because Marilyn Monroe, I mean, yeah, I, I, I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> but Marilyn Monroe, you know, she kind of did break a certain type of mold. Because mold, back right. then, you had to be like a size 2. And I think she was like, what, a size 12? But it wasn't like that. And it so wasn't it's, us. It's, it wasn't us. And so I understand that. I completely understand that. I, I mean, but Alina Horn, a Josephine Baker, you know, somebody like that. I totally get it. I totally get that. And I wish, I, but the thing is, I wish that we would celebrate ourselves a whole lot more than we do, man. You know, being being black is lit. Like I oh, love being black. I love it. I love being black. I, I mean, I I wish like some of my white homeboys. I wish I could get them this feeling. <laughs> you know, like 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 Kanye said. I wish I could give you this feeling, but I can't. I, but I can't. I can't. Being black is lit. I love being black, and so I, I I celebrate our sisters every every day. I love our sisters. I know you love. I know you love our sisters too. I mean, you know, you know. So I just really wish that you know they would get more shine than they get themselves. Yeah, well, the only true. thing they have to do is just speak up. And I love. agree. I mean, cause like at the end of the day, it's like this right here. If I see you confident in yourself, guess what? Your confidence in you builds the confidence in me because I came from you. I came right. from woman. So right. therefore, if I see a woman building, I mean, with her confidence ex- exuded. Right. That's what it helps me exude my confidence as a man because that's what I came from you, Queen. Absolutely. And if, and if we can't and if we can't get our women to understand that, well, we can't get our brothers to understand it either. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's 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 another that's another story. conversation. Actually, now that's on me and you. Right. That's on me. That's and our you. conversation. Because like now we have to we have to pull our brothers in and get them to understand. Absolutely. We had to sit. We had to have a a man to man. Yeah. So R and M. So since we're on the cop, we we started on the topic of Halloween. Let's let's take one more. Let's make a public service announcement. Oh. White people, hey, we know it's Halloween. Y'all not pull bad. this shit every year. Every we not doing one. this blackface thing. We not doing these racially insensitive things. And you know we gonna see. We've already seen them. The the Black Colin Kaepernick uh uh costume. We saw one dude. The Afro. Yeah, we saw one dude too. dressed up in an orange jumpsuit talking about he was Freddie Freddie Gray. Word. I was offended. I and and I think uh. Shout out to Stephanie for putting this on her Facebook. Just remember, white people, black face, if you put it on, equals black eye. You can catch these hands. My hands do not discriminate. They are equal opportunity. If I see you in black face, I'm slapping the shit out of you. I'm just letting you know up front. Sorry. Look, if his hands equal opportunity, these motherfuckers bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting y'all. I'm, all right. <laughs> let's, let's not go there. Let's not go there. So... You know what time it is now, right? <laughs> you know what time it is now. Man, it's the 15. What? 
15 minutes of folk. So let's talk about what our topic is today. So oh, man. where I got this topic from was I was looking. I, I saw that Cardi B and Offset got engaged uh, last weekend. First of all, congratulations to them. Man, congrats. I love black love. I, I love to see black people in love. Like, I, I, I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, I hope to one day be a husband. Um, I hope to one day be a good husband. The You Definitely. know, and that's, that's, that's really, you know, one of my... I, I can't say it's a, I don't like saying it's a goal, but it is a goal. I mean, you know, it's just something you know? we aspire to be. Yes, yeah, exactly. What you, exactly. Yeah. you aspire to be. I got aspire to be a husband and a good husband. Right. Um, I want to be a husband like Papoose. Papoose is like the husband Yo. of the century, bro. Like. That, hey, look, that guy right there, man, I'm talking, man. He sent more commissary money. <laughs> <laughs> and I dig it. I bet, I bet Remy Ma didn't eat nothing. Look, she that probably, wasn't she probably, paper. You know they, they, you know they got, you know they got like the little escargot in jail now, in federal jail. Was she in federal? Yeah, she was in federal. Oh, I thought she was in. I thought she was in Rikers. <laughs> I know. I thought she was in Rikers holding. She was in the tombs. State. I was in the tombs. I didn't know. I thought she had one of them law and order situations. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't you should. But, but you know, yeah, I aspire real, to be a husband like that. And that's real love. Is, I, it really is, bro. And so the thing is, though, when Cardi B got engaged, bro, the hate was real. Like some of the comments I was seeing, I saw a meme that said uh it, it had a black woman sitting in front of a bottle of wine looking kind of distressed. And it said how all the Proverbs 31 women looking now that Cardi B got a ring and they don't. And I was like... <laughs> That bothered me so bad. Yo. And then I saw some women. It was it was a girl I follow on Instagram. <laughs> you know, she's working on her PhD. Very, very intelligent. Beautiful, beautiful chocolate sister. And she was like, that's how it be. Well, I hate to use that stereotype voice. But she was like, that's how it be. <laughs> you know, I have to stop. I, I had to catch myself. You know, I'm trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be better about this, man. I'm trying to be better about respect. That's, that's, that's probably and, how she said it, though. Well, she may have. She may have. <laughs> but look. But she was like, that's how it be. You know. All these, you know, if you're a good girl with intelligence and, you know, got something about yourself and you don't put up with, you know, these games, these dudes ain't going to holler at you. I'm like, wait a minute, man. I don't understand that. We see, and, 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 I, and I said this, and, you know, it was a joke. I saw when one of my friends posted to me. I knew it was a joke. And so one of my friends posted, I said, you see good women, you see strong women, intelligent women, educated women uh-huh. get engaged every day, week, month. And year, the moment Cardi B gets engaged, all of a sudden everybody's salty. Yeah, everybody eyes on it. I don't understand that. Why can't we be like I? I, I saw the same thing when uh, Amber Rose got engaged to uh, Wiz Khalifa and got married to Wiz Khalifa. Are these women not deserving of love because they used to dance on the pole? Right. I mean, is that what it is? Is that have we gotten that petty and trifling that we said that strippers don't deserve love too? And the thing about it, you know, was so crazy. They'll say, "Yeah, mm. she dancing, she stripping," but you probably got a cat. She's still human. But you probably got a cat that you rocking with, that's hustling, doing this and doing that. Right. So what's the difference? What's the difference? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. At least she ain't risking her freedom. Yeah. At least yeah. she ain't putting your freedom in danger. Right. And you know, and my thing is this right here. You know, people put too much emphasis on what everybody else got going on. Right. You know what I mean? And put too much emphasis on what everybody else. You look at Cardi B. Now, you look at her story. Yeah. She man. went from the pole to number one man, on the Billboard bruh. chart. I love her story. I love her energy. I love everything about her. Word. And I just, I, I, I see that kind of story. Like, it's a lot of girls right now in the strip club because, I mean, let's be honest. You know, they may have responsibilities that they, you know, that they have to take care of. Like, some of them may have kids. Right. And I, I kid you not, man. I, I've seen women who have decent regular jobs, but they still go to a, like, you know, they go dance at the club 
because it provides them with savings, a better lifestyle, helps Bingo. them pay off their student loans, Bingo. help them, you know, pay for their kids, you know, private school tuition, stuff like that. Like, I've seen this. Right. Like, one of the most interesting things I've ever seen was, I'll never forget, uh, you know, back when I was in my old club, right. we used to go to Onyx from time to time, <laughs> right? when I was in my old motorcycle club. Right. And there was a girl in there, and I saw her, and she's a beautiful girl. Like, she's gorgeous. And my thing is, I don't, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't really care for strip clubs because I'd be like, you know, I feel like it's window shopping. Yeah, I just go like, nah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. The wings, the, the wings. wings will change your life. Like the wings at Onyx will change your life, bro. That's my story. <laughs> I just need but the wings. I saw this girl in there, and so I went to work uh, that next week. And you know, I'm a project manager. I'm not gonna say where I was working because I don't want to put this lady out there right. like that. You know what I'm saying? But I went to work, and I look. I had to do a double take. Right. It's the same exact girl. You know what I mean? And I was like, little mama on her grind. I'm not even mad at that. And the thing is, the next time I went there, I had a chicken wing in my hand. I said, so. (laughs) I talked to her. Like, I I held a conversation with her. She was like, yeah, I graduated from such and such university. Right. You know, I've I've got a degree in such and such. I didn't ask her why she was doing it. Because it's not my business, number one. And number two, I don't care. I just said, yo, I salute your hustle. Get Get your money. Now, would I prefer that my lady do that? No. Right. Would I judge her for it? No. But would I prefer that my lady do that? No. But do I judge anybody that does it? No. Not of course. I mean, of course not. Because I'm going to tell you, like, my youngest daughter, mm-hmm. her godmother works at Honest. And the thing about it, godmother takes care of everything she got going on. She don't ask a man for nothing. She right. don't ask a man for this. Don't ask a man for that. She don't ask me for nothing. I drop my daughter off. She like, uh, she don't ask me if she got pampers in the bag. I just dropped the baby off. <laughs> she be good to go. Yeah, she good. You know, and you have to understand that a person's occupation does not dictate a person's persona. Doesn't dictate who that their, person their is. It's their job. It's not who it's they are. It's job. You know what I mean? Because my thing is, you know, nine to five, I'm one way. Right. As soon as I clock I know. Out, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. know. As soon as I know, clock out, it's a different story. I, yeah, you like, look, man. somebody catch you at, look, catch you at 459. Hey, five o'clock hit be like, <laughs> you might catch the man. Yeah, you That's might. Ca- <laughs> I'm talking. Look, he, he say they. <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, but, but my biggest thing is I don't understand why that was a problem. But I guess I guess it goes back to our our bigger question. Black and our bigger question is: Is it important to black people for us to build black families? And why? And and, and why is it important to us? Now, I want your perspective on that. Is it important to you to build a black family? I mean, you know, that, that's, I mean, that's paramount. Mm-hmm. It's paramount. I mean, because with, I mean, when you say black family, it doesn't just mean mom and dad. Right. You know what I mean? We have to implement everybody together in this. We have to implement mom, dad, grandma, granddad. Because right. everybody, because it takes a village to raise a child. Right. You know what I mean? And a lot of people take on that whole persona that mom and dad right that that now and the thing is you know there there haven't been well i'm not gonna say there haven't been but there's been a slow decline in the what's called nuclear family across the board for everybody you know white black hispanic since like the 60s and 70s you know we're now dealing with more blended families we're now dealing with separated families divorced families um and you know just you know just different types of families and so for me when i think about the black family i i you know it made me proud when um you know i got two kids i have right. my son and my daughter and they have different mothers right but you know we have a situation where you know we all get along you know my, my my i'll never forget the, the most wonderful moment in my life was having all my kids here both of my kids here having their mothers here Right. You know, we stayed and we took pictures. And um, my dad said, and it, and it was like one of the proudest days ever. My dad said, you know, you got a beautiful little family right here. And I looked at him and I was like, this is my family. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is my family. Like, and it never hit me because, and, I, and I'll be transparent for a second. I never wanted to be a parent. I never wanted kids. And the reason I never wanted kids was because I never wanted to be responsible for anybody else on that level because I don't take care of myself <laughs> the way I need to sometimes, you know? <laughs> and so, but the thing is now that I do have children, you, you know, I had to step you. up and take, take care of those responsibilities. Right. But, you know, and I don't, I, I, 
I sometimes know, I know that it would have been easier had I done things the traditional way. Right. It's but I wasn't out here just making babies. Like, you know, my, uh, my son's mother and I were engaged. Yeah. It was a you relationship. It was a relationship. You know, and so the thing is about it is like, you know, when I think of the black family, I think, yeah, it's very important for me for my children to know that, you know, this is what daddy does. This is what manhood looks like. Right. This is how, and for my daughter, this is how a man should treat you. This is how a man should love you. You know, for my son, this is what a man should do. This is how a man should provide for their mothers. Even though we're not together, it's important for me to respect and care about them because those children still see me respect and show them love. And so the thing is, yeah, my family's not traditional, but I think there's some beauty in the fact that my children will see me respect and love their mothers more than they would ever see me do anything else, number one. And like I said, I do aspire to be a husband. Right. I do aspire to be married. And so I think that my children, especially my daughter, will benefit from seeing daddy respect and love his wife. And if she may have children, right. saying, hey, this is your sister. You know, I love her. I love you. I love you both. And seeing dad, you know, show respect to these women and love these women. Not me being a Rolling Stone to introduce them to every time they nah, Harry, nah. but respecting and loving these women in my life for their roles and who they are in my life. Now, should her mother or should my son's mother decide to get married or get engaged or right. be in a serious relationship, they're going to see me work with that man. And be like, hey, how you doing, fam? Good to meet you. You know, they gonna know who daddy is. Right. But if that man should be there, we work together. She now, if they should get married, has a bonus dad. Bingo. As far as I'm concerned, hey, because like, that man may be there every single day. Like my son say, two Christmases. <laughs> right, two right. Christmases. You know? And so the thing, I think that takes a level of maturity. Yeah, it does. That a lot of people I don't think and have. Temperance, man. It takes temperance. Oh, take temperance. For real, for real. <clears throat> and so the thing is, I think. Black families are so. I love black families. Man, love. You ain't never seen. You ain't never look. Every time you make a movie about black families, it's a hit. <laughs> Bruh, black TV family show. Thanksgiving. I, black family. What was, it, uh, what was uh? What was uh? This Christmas. <laughs> yeah. This you know, Christmas. And, uh, and my thing is, I'm 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 not a big Tyler Perry fan. Nah, and it's not nah. because I don't like you know Tyler Perry. It's just because I'm like, oh, yeah, man. that ain't my type. Yeah. I, I, it's not my it's not my genre of comedy. You know, but the thing is, there's something about that family dynamic. Yeah, that you know, because everybody got a cousin. That's 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 crazy as hell. Right. Yeah. You might have a mother that keep guns in the house. Yeah. You might have a cousin that's strung out on dope. Yeah. Or married to somebody strung out on dope. Hey, you going? Yeah, you going to mama house? Hey man, you going to come pick me up? Bring me a plate at the back. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, mama don't like me over here. She won't let me come past. You know, everybody got that. You know, and like even with me, like with my family dynamic, man. You know. And shout out to Robert Ringer, you know what I mean? Shout out, you know what I mean? David Hart, you know what I mean? Wonderful fathers, stepfathers, you know what I mean? And we all see eye to eye because it's not about one person in the relationship. It's about the kid. Absolutely. And when you have, I mean, you have three grown men who can sit here and understand that aspect. And it's about the child. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have to understand as a whole. And we want to put this whole situation back together as far as the black family. It starts with a black woman. It starts with them. See, I, I mean, think it starts with the black man. No, because we look, we can ha we can be on one accord. No, we can't. I mean, but no, I'm talking about as the black <laughs> men. We can't. We can't. We 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 haven't been. No, I mean, talking about with my situation. Oh, okay, okay. We okay, on okay, one okay, accord. Okay. But if the queen's sitting on the iron throne, <laughs> the woman, the the woman, hey, is, the, the woman is the root and the foundation a lot yeah, of the family because the, an entire nation can be birthed from a woman and i think that's i think it's important but that's why i think it's important for us to respect and, re and revere that Bingo. but the reason i say it begins with the black man is because we first have to here's the thing we always talk about women submitting but we don't talk about holding our brothers accountable to give them something to submit to right. and my thing is i feel like if we were better and if we take the lead and if we respect and whatever you respect it then it then it, then it then it sets the tone sometimes. Well, you know, I can't speak on anybody else's situation. Right, right. But same I would here, speak, but I would speak upon how I would like how I like where my situation is. Right. 
I mean, because at the end of the day, I can call either one of those gentlemen and get insight to what's going on if I have any type of any type of confusion going on right. on my end. You know, and a lot of times people take it as separation. It's not, I mean, look, if that man is here, mm-hmm. that child is here, that woman is here, I mean, the communication might be broke down if you are here. Mm-hmm. So you might have to find your line of communication with somebody right? in order to keep this family unit together. And that's what, what again, that's what it boils down to is putting that pride to the side. Right. You know, it's not asking this man this or asking this man that or asking this woman this or asking this woman that. It's just like, look, I'm doing what I have to do to make sure that this seed that we planted is going to grow it's where it need to grow. Yeah, man. Absolutely. You know, it's all well, about humility. That's what's up, man. Well, we out of time now, folks. Oh, man, that 15 minutes of swamp went quick. We may have to. And they waving at us and shit. We may have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing, we, y'all. We, we may have to extend man, the 15 look, man, minutes of the 20 minutes. Well, I can hit you on live, man. We can go live. You can join yeah, in. Yeah, so we're going to. Um, <laughs> now, I, I, well, we're going to end the podcast now. If you can catch us on uh, the sleep, the Kind of Sleepy Podcast on Facebook, you'll definitely find us. You'll also find us on YouTube. Not YouTube. Not yet on YouTube, but we will be on YouTube. But uh, you can also find us on iTunes soon. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe. And uh, we probably going to have some sponsors pretty soon, man. Man, you know, because at the end of the day, man, we woke, but everybody man. get kind of sleepy. Kind of sleepy, <laughs> man. Hey, man, thank you all for checking us out. We'll man, catch you later. everyone. Right. Bless up. <laughs>